If I ever took a loss, I learned a lesson I won't ever think I'm better than the next man I've been down before the come up, I ain't stressing What's up everybody? Sports Take Podcast is back at ya We got some awesome stuff, some sad things, up things, cool things Sad for who? Because it's not sad for all three of us Sad for Whistler Sad for two thirds of the group Well, half, because half of me is sad all yeah. of you is sad. Oh, fully. Half of me is not sad. All of Devin is... I'm doing not, fine. I mean, you don't want to say happy. I mean, I'm not happy for injuries. But... But... Could possibly be happy because of the result of injuries. gave the, the a little bit more of a chance. We're going to talk we'll about it. <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk about that a little bit later. Um, welcome into the Sports Take Podcast. Guys, how are you? Killing what? the game, dude. I'm good. Other than I'm depressed and about to jump off the edge of a cliff and just call it quits on your entire sports fandom. Alex, how are you? <laughs> You know, I've been better, guys. I have been better, but uh, you know what? So a week ago we talked, yeah, and I said, "Well, if Utah wins the Pac-12 South," and what did you say to me, Alex? Can you I? You said, what he "No, said? not if." When? When? Would you like to walk it back a little bit? Well, I'll let you walk it back a little bit in just one second. <laughs> So that last little sound bit is me right now. Maybe not as like amped, right? Like that dude's that that's got some. He pure, was amped. You're purely I'm low depressed right now. Yeah, I'm very low, You're very depressed. somber. Right? It's, it's very not. It's not okay. Okay. For those of that don't know, news broke today. Our star running back Zach Moss out for the season. Torn ACL in practice. I will say, practice. What else happened? Hold on. Yeah, that's not all of it. Yeah, just hold on, though. <laughs> Practice. That that part of everything pisses me off more than I, any part of what's going on right now. I swear, if it wasn't because he like took a hard cut or whatever, and but someone hit him, I'm gonna find that guy. I'm gonna find that guy, and bad things are gonna happen to that man. All right, I'll be on the news. I'll figure it out. But this dude's screwed. All right, now back to Saturday. There's three things you can talk about here. Mm. Let's start. Let's start at the beginning. Well, technically, I guess the first thing to happen was Tyler Huntley. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, Utah so Tyler was, Huntley Utah goes was down. Pretty far down. Does go down. Point. Broken collarbone. I mean, what can you do? That you can't be mad at that injury. Oh, I'm mad because why? Why wouldn't it happen? Well, I mean, it's no, I mean, like it's supposed to happen. It summarizes the University of Utah's football history so perfectly, or University of Utah's tenure in the Pac-12 so perfectly. Yeah. That here we are. All we have to do is beat Arizona State and Colorado, and we are in 
the Pac-12 championship game. You didn't even need to beat Oregon. A very good shot at winning it, too. Very good shot. There, yeah, because you you said it like last week, I think. One Britton Covey punt return for a touchdown doesn't get called back because of a holding penalty. Or one Britton Covey 50-yard reception that puts Utah at the Washington State two-yard line doesn't get called back for a holding penalty. And Utah beats Washington State in Pullman, Washington. Right. Utah could easily beat Washington State in Santa Clara. Yeah. But. <laughs> but. All you had to do was beat Arizona State in Colorado. You could have lost to Oregon, and you would have been fine as long as you beat Arizona State in Colorado. Right. But because the Utes are the Utes and November is November, Why they didn't, it, they it, didn't yeah. beat Arizona State, yeah. did they? No, they did not. They it's didn't beat November Ar- curse, man. It happens every year. There was no, there was no momentum on the Utah side that entire game. Like there was just nothing. Like maybe a little glimpse. Well, they had that seventeen zero. That I don't care. I don't care. When I was watching that, I'm like, I'm, I know we're gonna lose. Like I just had that feeling the entire time because that's what it's like to be a Utah fan. When the Utes go into a game, the favorite. Well, we're about to be sorely mistaken because that's not what's gonna happen, and it happens all the time. Here's. So Utah, long story short, loses to Arizona State. Not like loses, but gets smacked. Yeah, 38 to 20. 38 to 20. The Utah defense gave up 38 points, three touchdown catches, and like 200 yards by Nikhil Harry. And then their running back, what's his name? I'm blanking on his name, runs for like 230 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, I can pull it up right here. Here's the thing, though. Utah can lose, could have lost to Arizona State, but then they, Utah would have needed to beat Oregon and Colorado. Not out of the question, because now they're tied with Arizona State atop the Pac-12 South, except for Arizona State now owns a tiebreaker. But if Utah wins out their Pac-12 schedule at home against Oregon, and then on the road against Colorado, but Colorado doesn't look any good. Yeah, and then we have to beat BYU. Well, that didn't have that has nothing to do with the Pac-12 standings. More so, just of a record. Yeah, I, I mean, but not, the Pac-12 standings. Let's focus on that for a second. You just need to beat Oregon at home and then Colorado. Now that you've lost to Arizona State, because here's Arizona State's remaining schedule: at home against UCLA, that's probably a win. But then they're on the road at Oregon and at Arizona. At Arizona, I don't even think is a gimme anymore because of the way they're playing recently. And at Oregon, Arizona State, I would pick Oregon in this game. I would too, but that's so the thing now, you didn't pick the Utes last week, right? But now you need. So now you're thinking, well, we can still just beat Oregon and beat Colorado because Arizona State will probably lose to Oregon on the road in Eugene. That's a difficult place to win. But Alex, yes, but a certain quarterback gets hurt in the Arizona State game. Yeah, yeah you want to talk about that for a sec? Um. <laughs> I know this is just tearing you apart inside, but to Devin's I, I can, delight. I can describe my feelings that I that was going through. Describe your feelings. Pure, just pure, pure darkness just went over my body. Because now you're not only revisiting, well, crap, Huntley's hurt, but in the back of your mind, you're thinking, Tuttle left two weeks ago. Yep. Like, Tuttle couldn't have waited two weeks. And weeks. See, but see, this is the thing. I had this little glimpse of hope, right? I was like, okay, Huntley's down, but maybe Shelly step up. Shelly? 
awful. Granted, well, he, Arizona yeah. State's defense all day yeah, was like I get it, right? I get Utah. it. But just that little glimpse scares me. Now, who knows? Maybe, who knows? Maybe Shelly will show up and be phenomenal. Well, and here's maybe the thing. Ahmad Shine turns out to be this. Well, let's phenom. hold off on Ahmad Shine because you've seen it before with Utah. Quarterback gets hurt, backup comes in, they win an important game. 2003, Alex Smith, I believe, stepped in. Yeah. He was this relatively unknown underclass quarterback. Steps in. We all know what Alex Smith did. Then 2005, you have Brett Ratcliffe steps in for the BYU-Utah game, wins in Provo double overtime. So you've seen it before. There's a couple other guys I can mention. Um, But you've seen it before with Utah where the backup comes in in a must-win setting or a big-time game and leads the Utes to victory. So it wasn't out of the question that Shelley could do that because you have a top-five running back in college football. And you just give it to him, and you let him run all over Oregon's defense, and he probably gets you two touchdowns and 160 yards, and and your defense stifles uh, Justin Herbert, and you win that game. Which the defense could still very well, very well stifle Oregon. Yeah, but let's not discredit Alex. the fact they have <laughs> such a good defense. What's wrong with that line of thinking now? I don't know. Maybe the fact that they just gave thirty-eight freaking points to Arizona State. Well, not that. It's the fact that they don't have a solid running back you can give and get one hundred and sixty yards. Put and two me touchdowns. back there. It's gonna be just as fu- effective now. Yeah, I don't I'm, know about that. Ahmad Shine. Ahmad Shine is good. Ahmad <laughs> Shine is good. He's no Zach Moss. TJ Green is good. He's no Zach Moss. I don't know if TJ Green's even in a mod shine yet. Like you gotta slow, <laughs> slow down. <laughs> and you ha- and Devontae Henry Cole got hurt to start the season. Yeah. So I mean, Moss goes down. You probably have him and Shine, and they probably would be enough to beat Oregon if your defense can show out. If the Chase Hansen can get a pick six, if Britton Covey can return a punt uh. into the Oregon twenty yard line. Yeah, I don't know, man. There's but a, there's a lot of things <laughs> that need to like really. Like, but you have like, listen, nobody the on Utes were now. getting by with like some sloppy things, right? Like we were kind of getting by here and there. But now with this, like it's a zero mistake time. Like you've got to step well, up. Well, yeah, Shelly's got perfection. a th- Shelly's got to throw for three hundred yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, easily. Like that's like that's what has to happen. So if you, I'll turn to Devin for this one. If Utah's going to win this Oregon game, who it who will be the top contributor? Britton Covey, as we've seen in the past against Oregon. Special teams and offense? Yeah, all around. Here's my because question. She- hold on, hold on. If Shelley can get it to Covey in the open field, that's where he's going to get his passing yards, and that's where they're going to get their touchdowns and or field goals with Britton Covey getting up the field into the red zone. Alex, over under one and a half Britton Covey trick play passes <laughs> do we see? Because I take over. the over. Pro- over, we'll yeah. Covey I'm taking throw, the like, over on three that. Three or four passes. But listen, game. for me on that question... It's got to be the offensive line. The offensive line is going to have to play better than they ever have because mm-hmm. they're going to need to give Shelly a little bit more time and make some better running lanes for Mod Shine. Like that's what's going to have to happen because the offensive line's proven itself this year to not be that great. It's been eh, right. Granted, our starting center went down weeks ago. Backup guy's been playing well, but it it's going to have it's going to fall on that offensive line. They're really going to have to play well. That's the, that's what I think going to be the big key factor. So I'm trying to look up where Oregon ranks in total defense real quick because that, I mean, couldn't be telling a lot, just kind of what we should expect. Um, so far I'm in the 50s to 100 and I haven't seen them. So they could very well be a top 50 defense. Um, 
I'm not seeing him anywhere. I don't know. I'm not looking too closely at this list. But uh, the difference maker for you, Alex, offensive line. Right. I mean, if the offensive line plays really well, then you're going to see you can see more effective trick plays with Brendan Covey. Hopefully, more um, you know effective and smart decision making by Shelley, and then some power running by Modshine. Hunter, what about you? Who's your contributor? My difference maker is you've got to go Shelley. Well, yeah. Because if he can control given. the ball, if he can make plays with his feet, escape pressure. So I found that Oregon is a 63rd ranked total defense. So not, not good, terrible, not but not, not great. good. Um, if Shelley can make plays with his feet, avoid pressure, like you said, if that offensive line can generate enough um, enough. protection like if we could average out just like just another time to second throw. another second per play like that would be a tremendous right because like, utah's got some good receivers uh oh, yeah. coc mariner samson nakua uh simpkins solomon enos damari yeah. simpkins Brent covey. covey if those guys those guys can get behind the oregon defensive backs yeah they definitely if can they, it's they just a can. matter of can the offensive line protect Shelly right so like that's what i'm saying so i think this week at practice right um you know obviously every week Probably a little different for Shelly because, you know, obviously it wasn't starting. But Amat Shine's obviously been getting a lot of practice time because they rotate a lot. So Shelly's been stepping up, but we really, I really hope they're just pushing that offensive line like really hard this week, just saying, listen, like we need you guys big. <laughs> we, that, it's you guys that are going to get us this win. No one else, you guys. So let's look at these last three games. Your prediction for these last three. What's their record and who do they beat and or lose to? Prediction. Well, here first. That's hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. that's hard. Your I mean, prediction. My prediction. I think we will lose to Oregon, and I think we'll win. I think we'll beat Colorado and BYU. You Slut didn't seem very confident in I'm either not. of those. And I'm not. <laughs> could Utah go zero and three? No, very no. Much, very, they could. They could. You don't. Come like, on, man. They could. Their no. defense is not going to let them go 0-3. Really? Because the realize... way they played this last week, we would lose to anybody. That's how I feel about this. <laughs> I... Colorado's offense is not like ASU's. BYU's oh, offense they should be. is not Colorado, like BYU's. Colorado will be the easiest remaining game on the schedule that's, for Utah. That's how I feel. Yeah. Yes. Devin, as our BYU guy, is this the year BYU finally beats Utah now that you've seen Moss and Huntley go down? Well, know, how, what? Let's... Last week, what was your confidence level go about this BYU Utah game? And now, what is your confidence level about this BYU Utah game? I mean, game? it definitely it did definitely, it double. Uh, yeah, it doubled, but I still think Utah comes out on top. So what a double from like a two to a four. Yeah. Okay. Now I got two to a five. I think so you, more I think, than doubled. I think BYU will hang for three quarters, but with that defense, I don't think Zach Wilson, as a true freshman, will be able to go into Rice-Eccles Stadium and get a W. Yeah, that's my thinking. If this game was in Provo, I'd probably feel a little bit differently, but I still, you got to give the edge to Utah just because of the defense and because BYU's offense has been so poor the last two weeks. Utah has top three run defense in the nation, and when BYU, as we've seen, BYU's 5-0 when they get over 100 rushing yards, and they lose every time they can't. And Utah... 4-0. 4-0, sorry, yeah, 4-0. And every time they oh, can't and five get five when they've yeah. not rushed for 100 yards. Exactly. And so Utah's not going to let them rush for over 100 yards. Well, we also probably didn't think that we that Utah would let Arizona State run for 250 or some odd yards. 
Um, yeah, I got to go Utah here. Their defense is still too good. Um, freshman Zach Wilson on the road. The only thing, and there's a slight chance that this happens, is it's a you know chip on the shoulder kind of game for Zach Wilson where he feels slighted by the University of Utah. They chose Jack Tuttle over him. He's a Utah legacy guy, wanted to go to Utah. Utah kind of showed interest but ended up backing away from him when Tuttle con- uh, committed. So Wilson could go in there, kind of feel slighted, have that chip on the shoulder, ball out for 60 minutes. And, True. You know, Utah doesn't have the offensive firepower to match uh, just on fire Zach Wilson. Yeah, and if BYU wins but the next the games, of that happening. If BYU wins the next two games and gets some confidence, I think they'll hang with Utah. I think it'll be close. I think it'll be a defensive battle. I would probably say 17-10 Utah. Kind of a game like we saw last year in Provo. I'd say 27-24 Utah. Wow, you're going high scoring. I am. Wow. A lot of two beat, top 25 defenses. There's a lot of beat up people, man. Two top 25 defenses, though. And all the beat up people are on offense. True. Except BYU for BYU. BYU. Their whole defense BYU is a beat-up beat up. defense, yeah. Utah has the 17th-ranked total defense. BYU has the 27th. So not two top 25. They were top 25 last, last week. If I ever took a loss, I learned a lesson. I won't ever think I'm better than the next man. I've been down before to come up, I ain't stressing. Baby, I'm too busy counting all these blessings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Count it up, count it up, count it up. Line them up, line them up, line them up. Sweat is so shining on me, get my heart up, no matter that.